and we're back with another episode of New Music Fridays. Today we're talking about Nas King's Disease 2. If you're fans of Behind the Muse, you know we were big fans of the first one. So it was very surprising to see another one was in the working. Very excited. Hit Boy and Nas. We're about to get right into it. See you guys in a sec. You might see a king on the defense. I see the only piece on the board that can never be contained. Yo. Alrighty, so. If we're gonna talk about King's Disease 2, we first should review what happened with King's Disease 1. King's Disease was very well received, dropped in 2020, and even made the top of our list of best rap albums in 2020. So obviously it was well received by a couple people. It was also Nas's first ever, y'all, first ever Grammy win in his story career, dating back to 1990s. So obviously that made waves, but it was very deserving. It was a great album. This album, I can understand why these guys would want to recreate that magic center however superstars album was. But it was still kind of a surprise. One of the main things that Nas has been criticized for in his discography is we don't like his beats. So him getting together with Hit Boy again after the magic they created on King's Disease 1 is no surprise. So let's get into it and let's go track by track what I liked about each track and then some insight and some facts about each track you guys may not have known versus yourself. First track, The Pressure. Now, this is a great intro track, and honestly, one of the better intro tracks I've heard from Nas in a minute. Now, I did like the intro track from the first one, don't get me wrong, but this one was more on some like, I'm gonna talk my shit. And I knew he was going for that vibe because the beat was menacing, but also he had a line in there that if you are some hip hop heads and you're familiar with Ether, you would have recognized. He said, God songs across the belly. Now, I appreciate him saying that, but I can't lie. Every time he said it, I wanted to finish the lyrics, I proved he lost already. So you guys may not know if you don't know, but that's from the Ether, the diss track to Jay-Z. So I think Nas was not necessarily using that to bring that back up, but more so just to show remind people, yo, I'm that same dude from back then. Like, I'm really about this rap shit. And it's really some pressure, no pun intended. So first track, I already win. Next track, Death Row East. Now this track was very interesting. To me, this track, was like really him marrying that old and the new school, which he's been doing in these last two albums and really dating back to the Kanye album as well. That new school production with Hit Boy, but he's really referencing the golden era of hip hop with a bunch of different things. He's referencing Jeff Rose, Shug Knight. He's even referenced Stretch and Tupac. So I think Stretch is one of Tupac's homies. So I think he wanted to clear the air on that in, in defense of him, which was very interesting. And he also mentions in that track that he wanted to squash the beef with, with Tupac for the East and the West. And right before he got the opportunity is when Tupac was pronounced dead. And he even has a clip at the end from a, a concert um, announcing that death. Now, you can even see that clip itself on YouTube. So it's very crazy, but it was really fitting for him to put that at the end of that track. Anyway, 40 side, the next song. Love the slow energy. This is really Nas rapping a bit faster than I think I'm used to. Him rapping, I haven't heard him really rap this fast since uh, Life is Good, Nas. And he was rapping on that too. But he had a line on here that really stuck out to me considering King's Disease being his first Grammy when he said, they finally gave Nas a Grammy. Just run me the gold that wasn't the gold. And that's a dope ass flex and a dope ass bar because when you think about it, if you've been rapping this long, 10 plus albums, you ain't never got a Grammy win, you probably not even tripped on it no more after that. Like you really just releasing music to release, but it's still good to get that, get that acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? But we, we already discussed the Grammys. I don't feel like the Grammys should be the end all be all on the artists getting their flowers. But for those who are tenured, it doesn't hurt. 
Definitely. Anyway, the next track was also a very interesting track to me, EPMD2. So a lot of people may not know what that is even referencing or the fact that there's even the first one to this particular song. So I'll, I'll explain that to you. So for EPMD, first off, that's in reference to an old school hip hop duo. EPMD stands for Eric and Parrish Making Dollars. They had a lot of albums back in the day referencing business in the title. So when Nas says Back to Business, it's actually referenced the EPMD album called Back to Business that dropped in 1997. So interesting stuff. EPMD 1 actually dropped on the Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack. So that's probably why you may have not seen that if you didn't hear that soundtrack. And it wasn't on Kings of Seas 1. But it very much well could have been because it was also produced by Hip Boy. So they must have just gave that one to that soundtrack because they didn't want it on the album. Either way, this is a sequel to it, and the sequel does not disappoint. It also features the actual hip-hop duo EPMD, and also features Eminem. Nas and Eminem are both legends to me, so this feels long overdue to actually get a collaboration. So that's very exciting to me. EPMD were trading bars. I'm not super familiar with their music, but that's really cool to have a song named by someone and actually feature the actual artist inspired by them. As far as Eminem's verse, he gave a very long verse. I feel like Nas' second verse was filled with bars. The reference to the hip hop is dead. Super dope, man. Hip hop heads, this is the Nas album for you. It references all the old school shit, but it's mixed in with all of the new school stuff that we love about the new school. Eminem's verse I thought was dope. I love the beats with. I will say I don't like the double time flow he did at the end, but maybe it'll grow on me. But overall, I appreciate him actually, you know, attacking the track. But I would just want, I want him to kind of slow it down. You don't have to always do that, you know, switch it up sometimes. But overall, great and happy for the collab. Fuck with Eminem, fuck with Nas. EPMD did their thing too. On to the next track, Rare. Yeah, this to me, this is when it really hit me like, yo, this might actually get better than King's Disease 1. This is actually one of the singles he released off the album he actually did a video for. I love the vibe, I love the aesthetic here. Really dope. I love the beat, how he's complimenting the beat. I love what he's saying. Just a really solid track, man. It's not too much to say about it. It's just really good music, man. YKTV. Love this track, love the collab. Now this is a banger. This is one of the bangers, more of like, some of you really dump your head to play for some youngest or some people who may not be too familiar with Nas to introduce them. This banger reminds me of Spicy off of King's Disease 1 where he had a video porn and they've sat fur. He got the two youngest on here and he's rapping with them and it's produced by Hit Boy, so very similar. And I feel like Nas is really showing how effortlessly it is for him to rap similar to the new cats. And he's assisted by YG and Hoodie. Now I feel like YG actually snapped. All right, then Store Run. Nice flexing on a soulful beat, standing next to rookies and they still looking older than me. That's a flex, bro. That's a flex. Nas is one of those older cats, you know, who really proves <laughs> black don't crack, like for real. Like Nas and Pharrell, they've been doing the thing, man. But I, I also appreciate he gave some RIPs out to DMX and Biz Marcus, some of the guys that came up when he came up, man. That's gotta be crazy to see your peers dying. So shout out to that song. Um, and I appreciate what, what he was going for there, you know, showing, hey, I'm a big dog. Moments I also thought was pretty dope. He says, my whole career, I stood away from features, but I figured it's perfect timing to embrace new leaders. I like that. And that reminds me of someone. I'm not sure if that reminds y'all of anybody, but I thought of J. Cole. And I think J. Cole's also trying to branch out of that too, probably a little bit earlier than, than Nas, but man, you have nothing to lose as an artist from collabing, man. It really brings new energy. It, it brings, you know, competitive energy to make you better. And then it helps, you know, the new generation check you out, because not everybody's gonna check you out for you being who you are, but somebody may check you out based off a feature. Now, I'm not saying that Nas needs that, but I think these features and this this embrace of new leaders is done well for him. Obviously, it's giving him more attention, so I'm, I'm not against that. So this next track is one of the premier tracks of the album that if you're not gonna listen to the full album, at least check out this track because it really surprised me. 
Next track is Nobody with Lauryn Hill. Lauryn Hill and Nas obviously have had collabs before. A really big hit from his from his second album, it was written, was If I Rode the World with Lauryn Hill. Now, back in the day, they both were killing. 1996, Lauryn Hill, I think, had just dropped Miss Education of Lauryn Hill, so they were both killing it. But this collaboration isn't that much like that. That track was more so a hit, the beat was banging. This itself is more chill. It's more, hey, I'm gonna get my bars off, we're gonna rap to the subject. And I did not know that Lauryn Hill's coming to rap rap. I haven't heard Lauryn Hill rap in a long time. At least not like this. She's Since she's returned, she's done a, dropped a couple of songs where she's rapping, but it's not like this. And then she's been singing too. But this, this feels like a return to form. You know, it feels like that same wisdom that low-key preaching that she normally does, but it's really her flexing. She says something that really caught my ear. She said, I'm out here saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness. Like, <laughs> there's been a running joke on the internet about Lauren Hill always being late to her show. So her acknowledging that and then flexing with it too was really dope. But overall, great track. I have to give that to Lauren Hill. Nas, I respect you, but Lauren Hill H on that, man. It was really good hearing her come back. Next track, and then I think the next two tracks to me shows Nas really uh, appreciating his bachelor lifestyle. You know, Nas really ushered in grown men rap with life is good, but these next tracks really show, yo, although he's grown and he's he's mature, he really are enjoying his life like one of the young cats, man. No funny love. Songs like this showcase, yo, what his dating life is like right now. So one of the differences between Jay-Z and Nas, Jay-Z been married and gonna be married. Nas has had a few marriages here and there, some unsuccessful, but he's still a bachelor in a sense. This whole new win he's got with his career and his music and his style, it showcases in, in some of his other aspects of his life too. So him talking about all the different people he's dating is really interesting. But I love the track itself. I love the collaboration. I love the chorus. Talking about getting drunk and eating pee like the next day. That sounds like me, man. I don't know. <laughs> but that was very relatable. Next track, Brunch on Sundays. Another track that I feel like Nas made just for me, man. I love me some brunch, bro. Brunch is where it's at. So here, um, brunch after from Nas. Didn't quite expect that. It was not in my 2020 walkout. Great track. Love the vibe. And really, brunching is where it's at. If y'all ain't brunching this summer, what the hell are you doing with your life, bro? Come on, man. Nas, Nas gotta tell you, four-year-old Nas gotta tell you that you need to be brunching? Come on, man. Next track, count me in. Not a bad track. I don't really have much to say about it. It's not bad. It's just not as good as other tracks to me, but I thought it was really dope. Composure. Another great track to me. Hit Boy has never really been a major rapper, but Hit Boy has some points where he raps. He even has whole projects where he's rapping on his own beats. So a lot of people, when it comes to producer slash rappers, normally they're better in one or the other. Everybody can't be Kanye West, you know what I'm saying, or J. Cole or Big Crit when it comes to producer rappers, but I appreciate what he did bring to it. You know, he didn't really have no crazy bars, but I really like what he said. I really like what he said and how he set up Nas. And so it only makes sense with this being a sequel to a Grammy winning album that he produced solely that he gets some vocals off on it, man. So I really love the ending clip, too. The ending clip of the song, really dope stuff, man. All right, so we're getting closer towards the end of the album. The last two tracks, My Bible. Now it states we live in biblical times. Definitely agreeable when you see something crap that's been happening, man. But I like the layout of the song, you know, with each portion dedicated to the gender. You got a portion you dedicated to the male, a portion you dedicated to the to the woman and then he you know he layers in you know his personal thoughts and all the references and literature he's read but also he, he includes some of the clips from the actual bible which i thought was interesting so a very a very layered track from nas and nas has been one of the greatest storytellers in hip-hop i respect what he was doing there it's pretty dope nas is good as the final track really short outro not really much to say there um but overall really solid close to the album honestly y'all as i closed with the album i knew like maybe a third through the album and yo, this was this was special. Like Nas really topped himself on Kings of Season 1, or at least 
as it concerns me. I see a lot of people saying it as well. So as an overall summary of the album, I feel like it's some of his best bars. I feel like bars-wise, definitely better than King Season 1. Easily. Like, really, he really showed himself up from that first project. I haven't felt him rap this rap rap since Life is Good. And he was really rapping on Life is Good. He seems more focused. And like on tracks five, he says he's in rare form, man. He's really getting his bars off. He got some great features on his album, really brought out the legends, Eminem and Lauryn Hill. And I think if King's Disease wants to start of a new era for Nas, this was like a victory lap. This was like, hey, you thought that was a once, that was lightning striking? Let me show you can strike twice, because this was definitely a flexible album. And then if it's a Nas album, we have to give our flowers to Hitboy, because this is very much just as much as it is a Nas album, a Hitboy album, because the production is the most instrumental thing to this album. Yes, I feel like basically Hitboy provided a very, very great canvas to Nas to get his pain off, his bars off. Nas has dropped plenty of albums, man. But the reason why these last two albums feel so great and so special is because Hitboy has done his thing on this, on this stuff too. Very diverse production. Same producer on every track, but he's giving you different moments. Really love it. His, his versatility shines through this and Nas is actually shine with as well with his own versatility. So it was an amazing album. These last two albums we review, Isaiah Rashad and this, really showcasing that even though it's getting later into the year, we can still get some real big jams. So we'll see what the rest of 2021 holds. Let's see if Nas gets another Grammy win with this. If you guys disagree with what my review or you have some other things you want to comment on, feel free to leave it in the comments, the YouTube page, or any of our social medias to follow. Let me know what you think in the comments. And this is CZ signing out.